no complaints from me, but Disney, don't ever release two <laughs> Star Wars shows at the same time again, please. Yeah, don't do that again, Disney. Or do, but let us be able to hire an intern or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of want to throw canon out the window. I'm starting to think, like, who freaking cares if this counts or not? Star Wars is not a zero-sum game. I love continuity. I love the lore. I love canon. But there's also space for this stuff, this legendary right. stuff. We love this content so much that, yes, they do deserve a continued discussion and a more thoughtful discussion. I love that. The continued... Like, there's no, here's my Bad Batch review. The end. That's, you know, only a Sith deals in yeah, yeah. Bad Batch <laughs> reviews. You know, like, that's not the case. Krypton to Alderaan. Krypton to Alderaan. Krypton to Alderaan. Krypton to Alderaan. Welcome, everyone, to Krypton to Alderaan. I'm Joey, your Wars lover, and with me is Royish Good Looks. Hello, podcast. Hello, Joey. Hello, old friend. <laughs> and we're the podcast that analyzes nerdy pop culture, but it's mostly Star Wars. Pew, pew. And today we will be discussing a few different things. It is you who were mistaken about many things. How's that line go? No, that's exactly a great, it, yeah. A great many things. Yeah. Is that Palpatine? I love that. That's uh, Is that Return? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we're Star Wars fans. We already need a fact check. That will be fully operational when your friends arrive. To this podcast, please subscribe. We're back after a short break. But before that little hiatus, we had gained some really great momentum and a lot of new subscribers. So thank you everyone so, so, so much for, hey, continuing to stick around even while we've been on break. And uh, if you're new here and this is your first time, hello, please consider subscribing. If you're not quite there yet, if we haven't convinced you, stick around until the end, listen to all of our shenanigans, and then hit subscribe. This is bound to be a shenanigan-full episode. I can feel it already. <laughs> Shenanigan heavy. <laughs> okay, before we get into talking about all the things that Royce, you and I talked about before we hit record. <laughs> I just wanted to do a little thing here. As of the time of this recording, it is June 1st, 2023. It is the beginning of Pride Month. I want to emphasize the importance of that and also emphasize the importance of allyship extending past the month of June. So let's all keep that in mind as well. Let's all celebrate and uplift and spotlight some voices in this space. Just to name a few of my friends who host Star Wars-type podcasts in this same genre, I will link many more in the show notes, and please feel free, please comment with any suggestions you all have. First of all, Pink Milk with Brian Berry and others. They're three years old now. They've got a pretty hefty back catalog. Amazing review and analysis of Star Wars stuff. Scotty Holiday Star Wars, who has been on Krypton to Alderaan before. We reviewed some Andor episodes together. Go check them out on YouTube. Of course, Chase over at That Gay Jedi, also on YouTube. Phenomenal analyses of Star Wars and other pop culture stuff. And a recent one I've been listening to, it's a fairly new podcast. If anyone out there likes Dungeons & Dragons, go check out For Light and Dice. It's incredible. I've never played 
Dungeons and Dragons. I listen to Dungeons and Dragons podcasts just for the sheer chaos of it all. And for Light and Dice is an incredible podcast hosted by incredible people. So I encourage everyone to go check them out, all of those podcasts, and even search out on your own. Find some great ones out there and maybe some different perspectives. And if there's any that you like that I haven't mentioned, please share them below in the comments. And that's that. So, like I said, we have been on a little bit of a break. Maybe taking a breath of fresh air. What do you think? Is that fair to say, Royce? Yeah, coming up for a breath (laughs) after... Like you said, we had a marathon of episodes. We were recording two episodes a week. Yeah. You were editing an episode. I was editing an episode. I think there was a handful of weeks we tried to record three Mm. with Robin and Lorelai to get all four original hosts together on the show. So, you know, we were... (laughs) We are doing our best to keep the, uh, the the wheels turning here. Yeah, all the wheels turning. And, you know, really, it's no complaints from me, but Disney, don't ever <laughs> release two Star Wars shows at the same time again, please. I love having Star Wars content. I love watching Star Wars content, but let's space it out. So, like, The Bad Batch and The Mandalorian aren't airing at the exact same time, so we can maybe, like, not have to do two episodes a week. I felt pretty burnt out by the end. I mean, I love doing this. I love recording this podcast. And we've got such an incredible bump in listenership and viewers. And the interactions were phenomenal. And I love all of that. But it was kind of a lot of work. <laughs> I think we we hit the classic. We hit the classic double-edged sword of like, here's an opportunity that if you jump on it in real time, you'll gain all this traction. Like the algorithm seemed to love some of our episodes way more than like previous eras of recording the show with both mm-hmm. Mando and Bad Batch live while we were podcasting week to week. So we got like a bump from that and it felt good, but it was such an investment to watch the episodes, catalog thoughts, have a meaningful conversation, edit the audio, edit the video, which I think was like really the X factor, which if you've been watching us on YouTube, the videos are all Joey, even if one of us like edited the audio, I didn't do any of the video work. And that's even like (laughs) another layer, right? So it's not to be understated anyone that was reviewing during that time period. And I love that we got the traction, but it definitely wasn't sustainable. And it's weird that (laughs) they put the two shows out overlapping. Like it was super cool that that's the first time that's ever really happened. Like there's two Star Wars shows on TV at the same time or streaming at the same time. Like that's amazing. But then we had this like weird desert right after where you're like, nothing's happening. You know, we had Celebration, all these announcements. And then there was like May the 4th, I guess Visions came out. But there was kind of a weird, you know, week or two or three with nothing. And now here we are in another like nothing spell. And Wheel of Fortune this week, it's Star Wars week. Like, why wasn't that (laughs) a month ago during May the 4th? Or when these shows were on, there's like a lot of weird coordination going on. Yeah. You know, people had left a lot of comments on my Royish Good Looks channel of like, what are you doing for May the 4th? And it's a special day for Star Wars, but like every day is Star Wars, like when you're in this community, right? Like if you're listening to any of these podcasts that you're talking about, Joey, like every day you're thinking about Star Wars, but man, it definitely was heavy for a little bit. It's heavy, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we took a break and now we're back and we're yeah. like shaking the dust off and we're getting back into it. And mm. uh, yeah, don't do that again, Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, please. <laughs> or do, but let us be able to hire an intern or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay me to be a shill and I'll <laughs> hire an intern. 
going along with that, how does it feel to, spoiler alert, listeners, viewers, this episode that we are recording, this episode that you are hearing or watching, there's no one particular thing we're talking about. It's a podcast about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that will not be the title. That is not a very good <laughs> clickbait uh, title. What do they talk about on the show? Yeah. Nothing. nothing. I'm sure that I'm sure that's how a lot of people <laughs> feel about our content anyway. But um, this is just kind of like to recap where we've been and to discuss maybe some stuff for the future. Royce, I do want to ask, coming from doing those two episodes a week where we were coming together, sometimes recording them the same day and sometimes spacing it out over two days, where we would come into a room, separate rooms, different states, sit down in front of Zoom, like have a half an hour long brief where we discuss how we're going to discuss things and then record. What's it like coming now? I mean, we had a little bit of a brief before this episode, but we're not like, okay, here we go. We're going to Mando and helmets and, and yeah. cults and, you know, we're just kind of, uh, what's this What's this episode like for you? It sounds like we were a well-oiled machine. Like, we what the sure hell happened? Were. Yeah, <laughs> what's happened? I got rusty quick. I mean, I do miss it. Like, I've been talking about this a lot on my own, you know, channels lately of like the momentum is like not to be understated when you're just in the routine and like you're making an episode every week, even if like, it's not perfect or you can't exactly fit it in or you're cutting a corner somewhere, you know, like to just be on the schedule is a huge benefit, you know? So that's what this episode is, is we're getting back on the schedule <laughs> with this low hanging fruit episode of where we've been. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I missed it. Like we had a pretty good routine of like hanging out, yeah. doing the brief ahead of time, doing the episode. Yeah. There was never a moment where I was like, oh, no, you know, it's great. And it's a good reason. It's a good excuse for us to hang out. And I love talking about Star Wars stuff. Maybe that's a good segue. Maybe we take a little bit to kind of like get personal here. We've had some listeners for a while say like what we've been up to, what we've been doing, why maybe we have we have taken this little break from podcasting. Well, the one thing we lost when we started doing the weekly, like the double weekly episodes is we stopped doing the what are we into segment, right. which has been like a, a sore point for some of the hosts on the podcast of like, are we just talking? Are we talking about ourselves or are yeah. we reviewing the content? <laughs> That's always a weird balance to strike. So like this is a good opportunity. Yeah. For right. us to talk about the what, what have we been into? That's not the Mandalorian this week. That's not the Bad Batch. So, yeah. so what did you replace? Bad Batch and the Mandalorian with? I did not replace the Mandalorian or Bad Batch with anything particularly fun. I've just been sitting alone in a corner yeah, shaking. I just go, like, if there's no Star Wars on, I stop existing. And I only come back into existence when there is new Star Wars. So No, I, for the past several months, I've been taking this online user experience design boot camp and user interface, like, graphic design boot camp. So even before we were reviewing... Bad Batch and Mando twice a week, uh, I was in this course. So it has, you know, it's it's nearing the end and it has gotten pretty stressful and pretty intense uh, with just trying to wrap it up. Um, so I've really just been pouring myself into trying to get that done. So honestly, so that I have more time to dedicate to doing stuff like this. I'm not a super great multitasker either. So I just get hyper fixated on doing one thing. And I really wanted to get this course done and then come back and start doing these. You know, I've really missed podcasting. That's another aspect to all of this. So it's why we're getting back in the studio today. But yeah, that has taken up 
all of my time since we've stopped recording. As it should, though. Like, that's your vocation, you know? So Yeah, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot more work than I expected it to. And here I am almost near the end. So everything will be good. And I'll be able to apply my design skills to this podcast, which will be great. In fact, y'all, if you're new or relatively new, scroll through our back catalog on YouTube and look at the evolution of our thumbnails over time. (laughs) You can see, I think, when I started to get better thanks to this online course. Even the video edits, like, dude, the last couple, you know, save for the the last episode we released where we just abandoned the video to it because it was a little bit late. But I've been loving the slideshow aspect to the show. And, you know, selfishly, like, I listen back to all the episodes and I watch, you know, the videos and I really enjoy that extra layer of visual to it. So yeah, you're growing those muscles, dude. It's it's showing the work that you're putting in to UX is carrying over to other parts of the world. This is the thing I think, you know, people don't think about when you're listening to, when you're consuming any media, really, but like, we're just two schmoes talking <laughs> on microphones right now. That'd be a great name for a podcast, by the way. Feel free to take that one. But like you said, like, you've got a whole day gig, you know, I've got other gigs. We're doing this other stuff and you fit the podcast in as this sort of passion project thing. So, you know, every now and then it ramps up, it ramps down. If the podcast was a full-time gig, that would be dope. But yeah, we do it. Mostly so we can hang out, man. The whole go back to episode one. It's just us drinking and shooting it, you know? So don't go back. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go back to episode one. Yeah, sometimes it is a little bit rough, but it's an excuse for us to hang out. And the fact that other people will join us is a bonus. So, you know, we can take a break to do these real world things as we have to do because we're normal people. This is like, this is just an era of the podcast. Like, I'm glad that we're talking about this because this is worth thinking about. It's not the last time we're going to have to take a break or something, you know? Right. This is a very, like, kind of behind-the-scenes episode we're putting out Mm. here. And it might not be as fun as some of our usual stuff, but I think it's also kind of important to say podcasting is kind of a lot of work. And I love it. I really do. And I created, a couple years ago, created this group for new podcasters and helping everyone get established. And I've helped people create their own podcasts. And it's a business and it's stuff you have to dedicate time to. And when I talk to people, like when I'm kind of consulting with somebody who's just starting a podcast and trying to get them to understand how important it is to have good audio quality, you know, all the steps and how to interact on social media and all those things. The biggest hurdle is getting those people who have listened to podcasts and then wanted to start podcasting. The biggest hurdle is getting them to take it seriously, is getting them to understand how much work it actually is. And, you know, some people end up taking it seriously and some people don't. And you can listen and tell. It is something that I uh, we take very seriously. And it's something that we want to treat, give a serious treatment to. Releasing that video, our final Mando thoughts with just stagnant video was not something I particularly enjoyed doing. I threw a little bit extra up there in the beginning. The intro is great. And yeah, and that was really, honestly, all I had time to do. But we're taking this very seriously. We don't want to release, you know, anything that does not live up to our expectations, I think, you know, within reason. But, you know, I think that's kind of important to say. I don't think like a lot of podcasts talk about this. They come on and they maybe say like, oh, you know, it's a lot of work. But seriously, though, this is maybe a little more in depth. It seriously is like there's there's a lot of intricacies. There's a lot of things to consider. And there's a lot of like pre-work and post-work involved. So, right. 
take your normal life, your family and work <laughs> in your free time, and then add another thing on top of it. Right. You got to do research. You record. The recording is the easiest part of it, by the way, and the only fun part, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, well, actually, I really love editing. Yeah, I like but it making takes the videos. A long, it takes so long, though. That's the trade-off. Like, the post-production, I love. That's one of my strong suits, I feel like. But even me, who I'm like a whiz in Pro Tools, I know all the shortcuts. I got this stupid 64-button stream deck thing to, like, speed up my process. <laughs> it still takes several hours to edit a one-hour audio to, to make it sound the way our podcast sounds. Right. So if you think our show sounds good, which I think we do a stellar job because we put the time in, but it takes the freaking time. Yeah. Not every podcast does that, and you don't have to, but, you know, that's just the way it goes when, you, like you said, you want to reach the standard we've set for ourselves. Right. Then add the video, then any promotion. You know, we rarely do, like, heavy promotion. It's just like, here, the show is out. Right. Hopefully the algorithm takes care of the rest, you know. So I don't feel bad talking about this because anybody else that's listening that's done any creative project can commiserate yeah. on this. And maybe, you know, it can be a reality to anybody else that does want to get into it or right. is working on their own show. And they're like, man, it is really hard. Am I doing something wrong? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It takes it takes work and it takes time. And if you're out there uh, listening and you want to start a podcast, uh, hit me up, kryptonalderon at gmail.com. I help people make podcasts or get started at least. So don't be shy. Let's make a podcast together. We don't have any secrets here. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of behind the scenes, Royce, what have you had going on? What's the haps with Royish good looks these days? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll take a soapbox. You know I love yeah. doing that. So it's funny. You're working on your UX course through the Mandalorian Bad Batch reviews we're doing. While the Mandalorian season was airing, Bad Batch started first, right? And then Mandalorian came out. So when the Mandalorian started, I started writing my song, The Mandalorian, super original name, right? <laughs> but I was like writing a song while the series was coming out and I was filming every single part of the process. Like literally, you want to talk about behind the scenes, like from the very first demo version of the song to the editing and mixing and even like the video edit. I have like, I don't know the total hours I'll be able to find out when I'm done, but I have probably like a hundred hours of footage of working on this one project. And I've been trying to put out one episode at a time, but it's the same thing. It's a lot of work. It's funny. It's, it's almost like the podcasting where you have the conversation, you record it, but then you've got to edit it afterwards. Right. But it's been a lot of fun. Like you were talking about with the UX, like I'm learning so much about Final Cut and doing like, uh, like I filmed all the videos through the OBS open broadcasts, yep. software or whatever that's called. And you can film a video that's got like your voiceover mic and your computer audio on two separate tracks. And like, I figured out how to do that. It was like mind blowing. Nice. You put it in Final Cut and you've got two different tracks that you can edit and mix. Like, I'm not a video guy. Like, I'm not even a podcast guy. I like, I play <laughs> now. I play guitar. <laughs> but I'm learning a ton through doing this behind the scenes. I got four episodes so far. I just cut another today. I did like two short, shorty episodes that are like five minutes. But the rest of them are going to be like two hours long. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so if you want to go way behind the scenes of like how to write and record a song in the like punk rock, pop punk genre, you got to Google Royish Good Luck Studio Diary <laughs> and you will not be disappointed. Put your theme song in right now. <laughs> I also had to make sure not to like infringe on the Krypton to Alderaan theme song. I knew I needed a theme. Yeah. 
Hard to top the Krypton to all around theme, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> have you been watching some of those episodes, though? I have. They're a lot of fun. I'm digging them a lot. Because I know you. I mean, all your videos are a lot of fun. The parody songs are a lot of fun. But because I know you, it definitely feels like you have like 60 to 80 hours of this content <laughs> here that you're kind of filtering through to make these little uh, mini episodes. Yeah, they're really great. It kind of, I think, inspired this Krypton to Alderaan episode a little bit, like huh. getting back in the studio, doing a kind of like peek behind the curtain for, you know, fans of ours, I guess, if that's not too conceited to say. And, you know, doing it, yeah, a, a little behind the scenes thing that we can do and connect with people and like show that we're real people out in the world also trying to get stuff done. So, yeah, just a little bit of extra personal connection there, which I think behind the scenes always does, right? We talk about a lot where, you know, I've said maybe a hundred times on this podcast where behind the scenes stuff makes like talking Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, whatever, whatever behind the scenes stuff. It connects me so much more to the content because you could see how much the people literally behind the scenes value what they're doing or what the other people there are doing, you know, and it adds so much more of a connection, which hey, why not also incorporate into this grassroots stuff that we do? So yeah, it puts it all into perspective of like how much actually goes into any anything right. that you're consuming. Nothing was like, oh, it just like maybe if you pump it through AI, right. it can magically pop out in one second. But that's not the case. Like you said, these hours of footage or the hours of editing on the podcast. I've almost wanted to film like everything I do in the studio. Like here's a behind the scenes of the podcast. Here's the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes oh, of the podcast. Geez. You know, like <laughs> you could literally do that, though, because it's a whole nother level yeah. of the actual production. Like you don't even think about that when you watch the bonus features on the DVD. Someone still had to direct that, you know? Right. Yeah. And then, like you said, you see that and it's it's inspiring. It makes you appreciate the actual art more and maybe inspires you to like get off of your butt and create something because it's not that hard. You just have to put in like that's what this is coming down to. Yeah invest the time you need to have the free time to invest or you got to find the time one way or another and so like today we found time to finally get together yeah here we are behind the scenes can we do a quick like i don't know if you're prepared to do this or not but like do you have a list of things that you were into in this break at all that you were watching because you are you literally just working on your course you haven't been binging anything i uh, i Honestly, I have not been binging all that much. There's a couple of things we could get into. One I'm going to save for the next our next segment here coming sure. up in a few minutes. When I decide to take a break from work, and if Lorelai's not home, I go downstairs and watch an episode or two of Dragon Ball Z. I've been running through a rewatch of Dragon Ball Z for the first time in my adult life. I don't know, 15 years. I, I, I mean, honestly, couldn't tell you. But yeah. That's kind of been my little getaway. Been hitting up Dragon Ball Z very slowly. They're like 20 minute episodes and I like watch if I'm eating a sandwich for lunch or something. What inspired that? Are you like, I need to go back to this like randomly or were you like, was it recommended from somebody to like, hey, you got to re rewatch? I think honestly, it came from for some reason, the Instagram real algorithm started sending me you know, at one point sent me a Dragon Ball Z clip and then I, you know, watched it for 30 seconds. So then all it sent me was Dragon Ball Z clips. And then I was kind of like, I want to get back into this. And I've been like, I would say like 2023 has been the year that I've kind of been getting more into anime. 
And so I watched mm. Dragon Ball Z as a kid, but I never really got into anime. Like Avatar The Last Airbender, obviously, is one of my favorite shows of all time. I don't necessarily consider that anime, like American anime, maybe, but I never really got into anime. So this is kind of along those same lines. Yeah, I think that's mostly where it came from. And then if Lorelai and I sit down at the end of the day to watch TV, we've been binging Fringe, which is also one of my favorite shows. If if anyone out there listening likes Fringe or was a fan of Fringe when it was on, I think early 2000s J.J. Abrams show, let me know. I'm really liking it. I think some of it holds up pretty well and some of it does not. Hmm. So very interesting. You're doing these retroactive binges. Yeah. I like it. That there's always something comforting about like, I've seen this before, but I'm checking it out again, reappreciating it. But nothing new on the table. Oh, huh? you know what? That's as far as new, I've completely forgot. But within maybe two or three days, we completely burned through the new season of Queer Eye. I think that's the only like new dropped show that we have like really hardcore binged. How about you and Robin? What have you all been up to? Man, I feel like there's been a lot. Like, it's kind of the opposite of you where you're like, I'm binging some old stuff. Like, I'm just working on new, new material, man. I mean, I could go on forever. I'll try to keep it brief. Probably the thing I was most excited about was uh, Lucky Hank on AMC, which is Bob Odenkirk's show. It's not like a Better Call Saul or like Breaking Bad thing. It's a new series based on a book, The Straight Man or something like that. He's an English hmm. professor. But he's like kind of a curmudgeon. He's just a pain in the butt for the uh, the school like ecosystem. And it's a pretty funny show. I like Bob Odenkirk a lot. Having worked in higher education myself, there's some things that I can commiserate on with the uh, inner workings there, which is kind of funny. I think that was like an hour long drama. That was a pretty like big investment. I think that was maybe like 10 mm. episodes. But that was a lot of fun. If you like Bob Odenkirk or the like the AMC dramas, they always do a great job. It's just a high quality standard, I feel yeah. like with them. Maybe not up your alley, Joey, but no, it's not. It's not the uh, it's not Mayans. Oh, my goodness. We are so different. It's not in that vein. It's it's, you know, more respectable than that. You know, he's an English yeah. professor, you know, it's kind of like a comedy mm. drama sort of thing. Better Yank Hank. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Lucky <laughs> Hank. Lucky Hank. Got it. All right. But it's good. I would I would pull it up if you're streaming or whatever. Uh, and we just finished The Patient which I guess isn't new, but they were broadcasting that on, I think that one's FX. But that's Steve Carell in the dude that plays Hux, General Hux. Yeah. Donald Gleason? Donald Gleason. Donald. Yeah. He plays like a serial killer and Steve Carell is his therapist. Wild series. Like Dexter, if Dexter was trying to like get rid of his inhibitions to like mm. no longer be a serial killer. I, this is again, like way outside of the Star Wars realm. Which I guess that's probably why I got into these is like total different uh, flip yeah. side of the coin. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so we've been binging these like actual TV shows. And again, I think there's something there when you're like, I'm tuning in every week and there's the ritual. And Robin and I have a very like, we're sitting down on the couch, Jeopardy, Wheel, whatever primetime show is on. And that's like, you know, our family time sort of thing. So those always fall, fall into that. We are so different. <laughs> We are so alike and yet so different. I really like looking forward to like th this day of the week. You know, I, I hate the streaming era for that. Like, I guess there are days that shows come out, but it comes out at any point in time. You know, you could watch it in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, or not even that day. But if it's broadcast and you got to tune in, that's special. There, it's like going to the theater to me, you know? 
It doesn't give you anxiety that you have to be like, I got to be sitting down by seven o'clock to watch this thing. Well, sometimes we'll start shows like 10 minutes late because then you could fast forward through like commercials, I guess. So we, uh, we cheat okay. a little bit, but got it. yeah. I think that's another thing to bring up, rewinding a little bit uh, when you were talking about Better Yank Hank. Um, <laughs> we should also point out that w while we were reviewing Star Wars, you were also teaching and then you had finals and final projects and stuff that was also taking up a lot of time. So just another thing that you were up to while we were on break and part of the reason why we did like take a break. Yeah, too many. it was just too many things culminating together. But that's what I love about this time of year is like the switching of the gears. Like I get a little bit more free time in the summer to like spend working on personal projects or like gardening. I spent mm. like two hours pulling thistle out of my freaking garden this week. But infested with thistle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, this this the summer season is a change of pace and we'll make some more time for podcasts and behind the scenes yeah. and songs and we'll all get along. It'll be great. Yeah, uh, it's another difference. Fans and listeners, you're getting you're getting some real behind the scenes stuff on how different Royce and I are because I don't want to pull thistles out of a garden. I want to stay in my house and make thumbnails for YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about some stuff that we're excited that's coming up next, both with like within Star Wars and for Krypton to Alderaan. I think we're not quite ready to get back to our weekly routine schedule with the podcast, but I think we do. You and I have had a lot of conversations about ideas of what to do while we're in this lull between shows coming out, right? It's almost kind of like Star Wars has taken the summer off as well. So well, we've only really had a schedule while shows are airing back to right. back, you know, otherwise we're like, well, we'll do every other week or like we'll wait until there's something that really tickles our fancy, which yeah. I think is the season that we're going to get into now with the podcast. Right. What's tickling our fancy? Let's let's tickle some fancies. Oh, this is a weird episode. All right. <laughs> this is part of my like what I've been into binged thing while we've been on break and is something I'm really excited to get back in here and talk specifically with you about, and that is Star Wars Visions. And boy, do I have a lot of notes and questions for you, Royce, about Visions in general and particularly this season of Visions. But Visions has become the one of the most exciting aspects of Star Wars to me. I obviously love I've, I've loved the shows that we've been talking about, and I really, really loved this season of The Bad Batch. But The High Republic and Visions are the most exciting to me because they're the most kind of new, right? They're like inherently new ideas. And with the behind the scenes stuff going along with that train of thought, Visions is so special because Disney and Lucasfilm went to these studios, went to these creators from all over the world. You know, the first one was Japanese studios and volume two is, you know, a little more diverse from other parts of the world. But they go to these studios and these creators and say, would you like to make a Star Wars? And then you see these creators who are like, I have had this Star Wars idea since I was 12 years old, right? Like I have been in the fight since I was six <laughs> years old. I have thought about Star Wars for so long and now I finally get to make one. Regardless of if you like the little short episode, that matters. The idea that this person got to fulfill this dream of theirs 
I'm tearing up right now just thinking about it. The Visions is so, so special, and I am so excited to talk about this season of it. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think from last year's Visions and just in general, a lot of our conversations about Star Wars canon and storytelling in general and thinking about like the universe of Star Wars, that it is amazing that anybody could tell a story and it's sanctioned through Lucasfilm. Like it's not just a fan film on YouTube, which is totally cool as well, but it's part of the ecosystem. Maybe not necessarily canon, quote unquote, but like I kind of want to throw canon out the window. Like I'm starting to think like who freaking cares if this counts or not. Yeah. Star Wars is not a zero sum game, but like the last 10 years, that's how people have been treating it ever since right. the Disney acquisition and this like rebirth of Star Wars of like, is this good or bad for the universe? Is this the right. actual story or not? Like, is this making me happy or not? And with visions, like it's, it exists right in the middle of you cannot say anything about it because it is just a fan's take on the property. And like you said, that's beautiful. If you can go into it with that mindset, then you're back to square one of like, cool, I just like Star Wars. Yeah. I'm watching a Star Wars rather than like, where does this fit in the timeline? Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, and you've self-defeated. So I do love that about Visions. I've watched a, I've watched one <laughs> so far. Uh, Joey had said, don't say how many you've watched. Like, I just haven't gotten through <laughs> them yet. But the first yeah. one's like 20 minutes long. It's like not a, it's still a, a decent investment, not a hugely long thing. But right. to go into it and be like, just let's see what this artist is presenting to me. And that first episode is the one about the, you know, the paint or whatever, all the colors. Like, it's cool. Just go along with that ride. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to the others, especially that this season's animation seems to be wildly different from last year's, which I think is another cool thing. Maybe they'll do a live action Visions one day. We, like, we have no idea what freedom they might give to people. I don't know if that might, like, border, like, the comfortable nature of it, like if they're hmm. cartoons, that maybe that's a little bit more of a freeform thing rather than live action being like non-canonical. I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting conversation to have. Yeah, I think there's room for both. I mean, again, what you're saying about canon, uh, I love continuity. I love the lore. I love canon. But there's also space for this stuff, this legendary right. stuff where like, like we've talked before, I think of legends as like, legends that actually exist in the Star Wars universe, like the stories that they tell in that world. And you have this extra canon stuff like Visions, and I think there's room in there for live action as well. Like, not everything has to be plugged in to the main story to be good. That's what we're getting at here. And Visions is so good. It's beautiful. It's special. It's emotional. That first episode, Sith, I gotta say, it completely altered my like design brain mm. i became that became my design personality like i love the entire aesthetic of that episode which was also my reaction to the first episode of volume one mm. ronin i think it was called that animation style that design style was very like raw and kind of like fidgety and black and white and it was so good. So anyway, I am super stoked to talk about Visions and analyze Visions and go through it all with you. You got inspired by a guy that got inspired by Star Wars. Like, <laughs> right. how cool is that? Right, right. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, that's that's not nothing. Like, I hope that these people know not to go down a dark path here, but there's so much hate and there's so much toxicity that maybe... I and we, the collective we, 
more of us, I guess, is what I'm saying, need to go out and be like, your Star Wars that you have wanted to make for so long has influenced me and made me appreciate Star Wars and art more. You know, bring more of that positivity into things. And I think that even these like small-time creators, that would be so meaningful to. Um, not small-time creators, but that this is their like first time creating a Star Wars and stuff like that. It's a pretty breakout moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's Visions. I'm super excited to talk about Visions. I hope you all are excited to hear us talk about Visions. I promise I'll make time to watch them. Well, we'll we'll watch them all before we talk about them. How's that for a promise? I'm not in the middle of any <laughs> other serialized shows right now. I think I'm watching Dave, but Robin doesn't really like Dave because it reminds her too much of me. So when Dave is over, we'll probably mm. have plenty of time for uh, Visions. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So the next thing is either together or separately, a Bad Batch Season 2 and Mando Season 3 reflection. We really want to go back and revisit some of these things. I noticed a lot more stuff on some rewatches and even listening back to our episodes that I wish we had gone more into. So maybe spotlighting some more stuff, maybe discussing, you know, both of those seasons maybe how we were reacting to both of those seasons in real time and now, especially in retrospect. Man, I have not gone back to watch any of that yet. I've certainly seen a lot of the Mandalorian footage again, having edited my The Mandalorian song. So I've seen a lot of like individual scenes over and over again, but I haven't watched it proper. And yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat of like, I'm wondering how my perception is going to change because it's only been out for a couple of months. Like, we're celebrating Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary, you know? Like, it's older than you and I, and you're yep. you're quoting it at the beginning of the pod, and, like, you know, there's such a more deep connection with some of that stuff, and we have to give the other, the newer properties that time to, like, you know, live with us and, like, really, you know, find the nuances within it, you know? Like, you're quoting the Palpatine scenes, and you're like, you know, the inflection on his, book, you know, you know exactly how he's delivering the line. I don't yeah. have that intimate knowledge yet with uh, these shows that I've only seen like maybe two times maximum. So I'm looking forward to like doing the season three binge like in one day uh, for Mando because I don't think it's that long. I don't know how that stacks up with, I guess maybe Bad Batch would be similar because those are like 20 minutes. Yeah. So you could probably do both within like one to two days if you were like doing it in a weekend sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm with you. And I almost want to listen to our episodes, our podcast episodes as well, and like compare and contrast because that's the only way to be like fair about this. There's no way our opinions are going to be the same. It's kind of right. funny we're talking about this like pre-recording the episode because I'm expecting to like most certainly appreciate it more. Because like you said, there's not the, I'm sitting down at eight o'clock. I'm like, I got to get the popcorn ready and be on time. There's going to be no urgency to it. So Again, you can just come to the middle of the spectrum rather than like, this has to be great. Oh, it wasn't great. It's a pile of garbage. You could just watch it <laughs> for a change. Yeah. And not necessarily worry about taking like notes for points for a conversation. You know, I guess we right. will have a conversation, but we don't need to find like a clickbait title, you know? Yeah. I mean, even if we do have to find a clickbait title, it's not going to be the same. Whereas like the episodes were coming out on Wednesdays, both things. And then Thursday, we would record so that we could get things out quickly, right? We wanted to be on top of stuff. It's another, like, quality thing. Mm. Like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Within that three-day span is when we were trying to release our podcast episode about the episode of television, which means we would record Thursday. 
so that we could have it edited by the weekend, which there was a rush to do, right? We did, like, I watched the episodes twice and tried to extract as much of an analysis as I could. And now we have the chance, we have the time, we can go back and do a more thorough analysis. And things have changed, right? Like you said, we have some space between, you know, specifically The Mandalorian and some stuff we didn't really appreciate at the time, and maybe those things have changed. Or maybe it hasn't, and we'll dislike it even more, and we'll come on here and yell about it. And both things are fine. (laughs) Dude, another X factor, like, we would prioritize what episode we wanted to review first. Like, do we want to talk about Mando and then Bad Batch? And we would, like, pit them against each other, like, oh, I think, like, these plot points were a little bit more, like, right. you know, uh, we have more to say about this episode than that episode, so let's record the other first or whatever. And then by the time you get to the second episode, you're, like, burnt out. You know, it's to do two reviews in one day back to back is already crazy. And like you said, then we're rushing through everything. So these shows deserve this post chat, I think, more than anything. I think 100 percent. That's 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 the thing. And that's the why we're talking about this right now is because that we love this content so much that, yes, they do deserve they deserve a continued discussion and a more mm-hmm. thoughtful discussion. I love that. The continued, like there's no, here's my bad batch review. Like the it's, end. It, that's, you know, only a Sith deals in yeah, yeah. bad batch <laughs> reviews. You know, like that's not yeah. the case, you know, like yeah. in another day, you think about that scene or a, a line of dialogue and you're like, hmm, yeah, I'm flip-flopping about it. You know, maybe the yep. empire are the good guys. Like whatever it is, mm. you're going to see it differently. <laughs> Right. It's always that George Costanza thing, right? Like, oh, that's what I should have said. It always comes back to Seinfeld. Yeah. So the Bad Match and Mandalorian reflections, we're very excited to do. Then something else we've discussed for even longer is like a Mandalorian history binge. I'm obviously very familiar with all of the animated series. You have started to get into them more very recently. But we do have a lot of Mandalore (laughs) to get through, you know, before we get to season one of The Mandalorian and before we get to all the history that's discussed there and Bo-Katan and her sister and the Siege of Mandalore and all that stuff. So what we really want to do is go back and do a binge of the Mandalore-specific episodes from these animated series. So we're talking about the Clone Wars and Rebels. There's a lot of Mandalorian stuff to get through in the Clone Wars. And in fact, the Clone Wars ends with Mandalorian stuff. And then it comes up in Rebels and the Darksaber comes back in Rebels and there's all this stuff. So there's a lot of history there to get through. So, and that's something we've kind of been talking about. We've been brainstorming for years, for a couple of years now, I think maybe like since season one of The Mandalorian. So how are you feeling about that? Is that like top tier level excitement for you because we've been talking about it for so long? Yeah, forget when I first did that binge, but that's almost the whole season of The Mandalorian on its own. I hope they one day make a tab for that on Disney+. Plus. Like there's episodes from season two, season five, and season seven of Clone Wars. There's like two or three in each of those seasons. And then in Rebels, there are four episodes in season three and two in season four. So there's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. There are at least 14 episodes through Clone Wars and Rebels that focus on the Mandalorians or at least have like decent cameos from them. So that's a ton of information there. And even like, how does that play into this new season of Mando with like all of the factions coming together and like, dude, who knows what other Easter eggs are there 
that nobody would have noticed, you know, season freaking two of Clone Wars. Yeah. You know, like fast forward now. That was a long time ago, dude. That Very. predates Disney, you know? Yeah. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network days. I think it was still on Cartoon Network at that point. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of history there, both in reality and in the world of Star Wars. So definitely excited to get through that. Have you so have you done that? Yeah, I have done this binge. Okay. I wish I could pinpoint like when in the timeline I've did I did that, because I think it's before I even watched Rebels. Like I already cherry picked these episodes. So this is definitely like a couple of years ago. It's funny we're talking about like, I want to throw canon out the window. But this is one of those instances where I'm like, canon heavy this thing, is yeah. super cool though. Like all of this existed and that's, I mean, you can hear it in my voice now. Like I want to watch those <laughs> to connect it to this other series to like make it that much more worthwhile. So do you have a list? Did you make a list of- I have a note uh, called the Mandalorian History Binge. And whenever I'm talking with somebody about it, I- screenshot it and send that to them <laughs> okay cool so when we when we get to that when we get to doing that episode let's make that list official and put it out somewhere or make it part of the show somehow so that other people can you know have a guide to watch along if they want to or at least like keep up with the conversation yeah we'll try to do a decent like wiki deep dive and make sure we get we were not going to yeah. get it all but we'll try to be as uh in depth with it as we can right love that so those are the things that I think we've got planned so far. Obviously not a comprehensive list, but these are the things we've talked most about talking about to, to fill in <laughs> some of these gaps between shows. Like the, the next thing to come out officially is Ahsoka, and that's coming out sometime in August. We don't officially know yet, so we obviously have a few months to kind of get through everything that we're working on non-podcast related and then come back in full force to do these other do these other episodes in between you know reviewing on air or just released streaming shows yeah and maybe if we do these on a more relaxed schedule maybe we can do some like longer chats you know we've tried to keep our reviews between like you know 40 to 50 minutes so we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot with the editing you know so some right. of our reviews were like maybe kind of short overall but it's been a while since we've done like any like hour plus podcast conversations that were a little bit more nuanced, you know, and had some more time to breathe, really get deep into the conversation. So maybe we can do that on those episodes as well. Instead of having to pump out an episode every week, you know, we can have some more deep dives. Yes. Having having more space to breathe. And like we said earlier about The Bad Batch and The Mandalorian, giving these shows and giving these discussions more consideration the consideration that they deserve to get. I want to make that a pillar of our show anyway. Agreed. Uh, it's so, we get caught up in the headline sort of thing. You know, the, I had this visceral reaction to this episode. I hated it. I loved it. And we go like, <laughs> we go heavy into that emotion rather than like collecting our thoughts and having, I don't want to say like the best conversation we can have about it, but like you said, just more consideration through that. If we can manifest that, I think our conversations will be better. The conversation in the comments might be better. You know, sure. It'll be better for the world in general. Yeah. We got to be more Jedi-like with not being so emotional, right? Mm -hmm. That is not the Jedi way. We should watch Twilight of the Apprentice. I love it. Anyway, so I think that's it. So yeah, so those are our ideas for content coming up from us before Ahsoka in August, and then Skeleton Crew we've got coming, you know, sometime at the end of the year. Not not sure when yet, but in the interim, 
We've got some stuff coming at you. Thanks for sticking around, even though we've been on a little bit of a break. Yeah, listeners, we really appreciate it. And this conversation as well today, we know is a little bit different, but this was fun to catch up with you, Joey. I've missed you. I've missed podcasting. We're officially back in the groove now. But listeners, we'd love to hear from you. So let's keep this conversation going. Hey, what have you been listening to or watching or reading or playing on your Xbox in between this little break between Mandalorian and Bad Batch and May the 4th? And let us know what you've been into, what you're excited for that's upcoming, whether it's Star Wars or not. You know, we'd love to hear from you and we'll be down in the comments to chat with you. And of course, make sure to follow us, hit us up wherever you like to social media and make sure to subscribe for more episodes. Thanks again for listening to the show today. I've been Royce. I've been Shock T. And we've been Krypton 2. Oh, Is my favorite Star Wars planet.